On this week's episode of Bungalow and the Bus, we are hanging out at the lounge in Winter Park talking about sex demons, aliens, and sushi burritos. It's basically Brendan's Friday night. Take me home. Welcome to Bungalower and the Bus. I am the bus, John Busdecker. And I'm just a boy standing in front of a sex demon telling him he loves him. Brendan O'Connor from Bungalower.com. Have you ever met a sex demon, Brendan? I think I am a sex demon. <laughs> <laughs> You're what everybody's warning us about. <laughs> I'll give you an STD. <laughs> we'll talk about that later. I can't believe that's even a thing. I know. We are, we're living in crazy times. We are. Well, here on Bungalow and the Bus, we usually talk about the top headlines in Orlando's downtown bungalow neighborhood. But tonight, we're changing it all up. We are. Just demons. With just, just sex demons. Can you do you know more context about this? I mean, I mean, basically, I mean, this is a national news story, so I won't we won't get super into it. But no. Basically, there was a group of quote unquote doctors uh, <laughs> on a video that was retweeted, reshared by our, our president. And uh, uh, a lot of the, the videos were taken down because some of the claims are a little suspect. Like super suspect. Well, they're all. A lot of them are saying hydrochloroquine is is this miracle drug and it's going to cure Which, everything. Why are we all talking about? Why are I we talking about? So anyway, there was one particular doctor who she had some other outrageous doctor, claims. Doctor Stella Emanuel. Yes, yeah. uh, she had some things about sex demons and alien and DNA. And people keep saying she's just like this. Oh, it's because she's super Christian. She's not super Christian. No. She's like a wacko <laughs> that thinks that STDs come from sleeping with demons. Oh, they like, wait, they don't. <laughs> <laughs> like I can see that you would call me a demon if I gave you the clap. Like I would understand that, and and it's I'm sure it's happened. Uh-huh. <laughs> but that is insane to me. Yeah. And so it was retweeted. But anyway, John, we're living in a world <laughs> where people think that sex demons are real. We were told about. UFOs being real, except my social feeds are full of people eating hot dogs and (laughs) and fancy looking sushi burritos. And nobody's talking about UFOs and sex demons. I don't understand Uh, this world. We live in different worlds, right? How can we be TikToking with cute football players while I'm being told that UFOs are real? There's just too much going on. That's the problem. Is that what it is? Are people just overwhelmed? By the yeah, topics and, and of this was like on Monday. What if there's sex it's demons flying the UFOs they're telling us about? I I was gonna say, Brendan, like that happened on Monday. It's Friday. All new crazy stuff is all new crazy. And I by next week we're gonna forget about these demons. There's a hurricane coming, possibly, possibly. Do you know how to say the name of this storm? It's no, like, is that racist? I, I want to say Isaiah, but it's not Isaiah. It's like Isiasis or something well, like I'm that. Well, I'm not even going to try. I feel like it's those people that like roll their R's when they say burrito. I can't say like, that. No, you just sound like I an took idiot. Spanish for four semesters. So don't do or it. Semestre. That's cultural, cultural appropriation. Well, no, not if I take the language. I'm trying. Okay. I'm not. I don't know how to say it. I'm anyway, just going to say there's a hurricane. We should coming. say where we are. We are at the lounge tonight. The lounge. And you can follow them on Instagram, The Lounge Exotic. Yeah, it sounds a little bit like an adult club. I'm not convinced that doesn't happen here. 
I'm sure if you put an S on something or add an <laughs> a exclamation point, you might get an adult club. If yeah, you so just be careful on. how you spell it yeah, if but you're at work. You'll know it because there's a bunch of fancy cars. Oh, with an S. It's oh, with it's an with S an S. S. All right. Well, if you follow the Lounge Exotic, it might be an adult club. It's, it's <laughs> like a private It's a private club. Yeah, it's but, in here in Winter Park. Where else would it be? But not a like a nightclub. But not like a nightclub. It's no. like where these friends... All kind of got together, and they're storing their fancy cars here. It's uh-huh. like a fancy car geode in Winter Park. You and I pulled up in our cars, and they're like, park them down the street in, <laughs> or in the city of Orlando. <laughs> Don't right. park them by us. Yeah, with my trees are cool. People are going to start talking. Plate. Yeah, and I, I was late to this recording because I was waiting for my boyfriend to get back with our one car. Uh-huh. And now I'm in this place and there have there's there are these dudes telling me about their like third beamer. They got whole dealerships. So, <laughs> we're not going to tell you where it is. It's super secret. It's kind of secret. Yeah, yeah. Cuz but again, it's on Fairbanks. Full of cars. <laughs> and there's there's like a a movie theater. It used to be an old audio store. Can where people they sold... join? Don't. You're giving away too no, much, I'm just John. saying. Just they have a friggin' sign up. Billy McSpillerson telling everybody where it is. They kind of want people to be here, but not Can really. Can people join it, or do you have to be super cool? Uh, I think you got to you you have some cars. You have to be super cool. This yeah. is You have to be pre-vetted to join the lounge. Uh, it's a little secret society glad we're here. It's like a bubble, because they've all bubbled together, mm-hmm. so they all know they're safe. Right, yeah. they're all kind of. But we're we're sitting next to a BMW that could be in a James Bond movie. Oh, I thought it was in a James Bond movie. That's how. That's what I told myself. Okay. Yeah, it you, could be though. There's like a on the a, other side of that wall. There's a Ferrari, a martini holder, and a Mustang right in the middle, and a Lamborghini, and a Lamborghini. Uh-huh. I don't know their names. They all sound like Ninja Turtles to me. <laughs> you know what I mean? So that's where we are tonight. <laughs> we're hanging out. We had some pizza. Yeah. We're having drinks, talking about sex demons. Hmm. There's a kid here. I should be careful. Do <laughs> uh, you have any news? What's your week like? Uh, What's happened? I had a busy week. I, I, I work for the sheriff's office as people, if you're not familiar with our show, no, I work at the not, Orange County Sheriff's Office. Not paying attention. I love the video you put up about the sketch artist. That was the one I was going to talk about. I, did a, I, I, I challenged our sketch artist to a draw off. And I you, didn't draw, though. You, asked, you had to describe Bruce Willis. A, a secret celebrity. I didn't tell him who it was. No. And I just did it from memory. Right. But then, which that's what you said last week. But uh-huh. when I saw the video, you did it from memory. And then you sent him an email of like. Oh, I had to. A full list of corrections. Oh, I had to. Yeah. Well, that was because that was probably more on me. So if you watch it, the, yeah. the process of drawing a, a sketch, it, it takes a little time. Things, you know, you see eyes and you got to change them. You see a nose, you got to change them. Um, it, the end product. That, oh, it was great. Yeah, it I, was, like I his, was blown away. His like weird younger brother. Yeah, I mean, uh, I, I made sure to say in the video, and this is how it is when you draw a suspect in a sketch. You're not drawing a portrait. You're drawing a sketch. You're you're trying to show who they are. You're not. Well, you're never going to get it a hundred percent. Well, if you're not trying, <laughs> you know, like, it can be tough if you're the victim of a crime and okay. uh, you only see the person for I five seconds. I thought the seconds. video came out great, John. Thank you. Great job. Thank you. Thank you. What did you do this week, Brendan? Uh, well, we've been we're working on some street furniture with we, we got a local architect to uh, throw us some coins and we worked with some local woodworkers and we were putting together some pop up furniture that we can bring 
to some of our favorite restaurants around town to like encourage people to sit outside yeah versus inside to expand their outdoor footprint and are they not- like big old church pews or no they're kind of like pop-up like barlets with built-in canopies it's gonna be cool and then milk district we're making milk district uh milk crate furniture so it's like to tie in with the theme of the district so that's the kind of stuff we're working on cool yeah I'm yeah excited. you finally dropped off my bungalow or buddy key you're welcome. I appreciate it. Well, that's this. That's our buy localish program. You can you get a keychain and it unlocks deals at participating businesses around town. Uh, I love it. I think it's super cool. We just did a couple of videos for participating businesses. I haven't used one yet, but I will. Okay, well, I will. You can get a BOGO draft any size: nine ounce, twelve ounce, or sixteen. Wait, ounce why or- would I pick the nine ounce when I can get the big one? I know. Get a BOGO. <laughs> 16 ounce beer at rock pit brewing nice just, you just throw your keychain on the bar top and they'll just pour it for you nice That's how easy it is we've we've recorded there it's on orange avenue it's themed after a, a, a coal, coal mine. miner looks good uh-huh okay and then uh i was on the off cut podcast with elliot hillis from what's that Atlanta oh Leeds. all right i cheated on you that's okay. I cheat on you all the time. <laughs> you do. With I demons. like it, though. I like it. <laughs> With demons. That's why you got an STD. Elliot, Elliot is the, the, the mad scientist behind Orlando Meats. And it was fun. They're, they're much dirtier than I am. Well, you know. The things they talk about. Yeah, we're on, the, we're on the radio on the public airwaves. We got the FCC to deal with. Yeah, they just have Jesus to deal with. Uh, they probably swear. They probably say the F word. They cussed a little bit. We yeah. can't do that. They said, uh, you know, body parts. We've had some podcasts, though, if you remember, Brendan, where we oh, knew yeah. it wasn't going to air on the radio. We just let it loose. And we let, barely. We let said, her, like, one swear word. Let her rip, John. We felt like a sixth grader with his parents not around. So are you following? There's there's a timely story with the uh, Orange Avenue overlay district. Kind of. I mean, we've talked about this before. This is here in Winter Park. Yeah, and we are close to it. Very close. <laughs> We're near the, uh, so it's this 72 acre like ordinance uh-huh. that the city of Winter Park was trying to put into place to control and I want to say uh, streamline certain types of development along Orange Avenue and 1792. Yeah, it's sort of that weird diagonal street when you turn off a of Mills and you, you you go by yeah. Einstein Bagels and you go by uh, where the, the old shop. Lombardi's Seafood yeah. building is. The old one. The first Foxtail, like yes. that whole stretch. Yeah. Uh, and they want it to be more intensely developed. Okay. That's a very weird kind word intensely developed <laughs> yeah, they want it to be a dense development like a like multi-use and, and two of the major property owners one of them dimitri global uh they own the lombardi's building they have released plans of what they'd like to build there and john it's crazy like it's so different than what winter park is used to not really for that corridor there's a lot of taller buildings on that corridor but uh when they've been working the city has been working on this i want to say for over 10 years really yes they've had like 20 workshops with the city commissioners over the years what do they want what do people want apparently everybody (laughs) everybody wants something different so nobody can decide yeah the city wants to develop it to increase tax revenues right you have more if you have like a south eola type development taller buildings more uh, money coming shops, in. Shops, I don't know, homes, like apartment buildings and stuff. Yeah, you make more money. And right now it's it's 
green space and empty broken parking lots. Like yes. it's not it's not something they can make money off of. So if they control it by putting this overlay district on it, they're making like a cookie cutter that development has to follow. That's what those that development will look like if it happens in there. But they have since they got two new commissioners at the city of Winter Park. And they have like thrown a wrench in all of those I projects. I feel like they keep throwing wrenches in everything in Winter Park. Well, Not just, I mean, the library is the same thing. Library, but it's the same two commissioners. Because uh, they were like, well, let's kind of rethink this library. We don't like how much money you're spending on it. So now they've had to like put the brakes a little bit on that. Make sure everything, like they like the footprint. They like how big it is. They like the design. <clears throat> and then it's the same thing with this overlay district. Now they have revoted it, repealed it, and now they're looking at, do we like the types of development this is asking so for? So they're just, I, to me that sounds like they're just wanting to kick it's it down the road. It's costing money. It's oh, yeah. delaying things. The <clears throat> Dimitri Global is now suing the city of Winter Park because of the delay because they were ready to like start wrecking ball in some of those buildings uh-huh. and, and building their big expensive project that they've been waiting like a decade to build. And they uh, did knock down one building there. That one that was kind of where all those roads come together by where Ted Maines's interiors is. Oh, sure. Well, that's a little bit further down, but yeah, oh, okay. they did. And actually right. the city owns that piece of property. They call it progress point. Okay. And the city wants <laughs> They've been something. making progress on that thing since I moved here in <laughs> well, 2010. With this, overlay district they'd be able to provide incentives to specific types of developers depending on what sort of project they'd like to see there so it's just a little bit it's it's such a bummer that it oh, was they delayed. Just brought us more pizza I, <laughs> from the wine barn across the street I'm trying not to look at it oh i want i want a big old pizza and that's my fault because it's a ninja turtle uh-huh. now there's pizza here yeah, it was april o'neill bringing us the pizza here uh, it's just interesting to see. I feel like there's something happening with the city of Winter Park where they're just really kowtowing to residents, which well, is to great. be fair, I mean that's who lives there. But they put the work in. It's been voted on. Move forward, and well, these that whole keep- corridor is like it could be better. I mean, obviously Park Avenue is great. Everybody loves Park Avenue. You can walk there. You really can't walk anywhere else in in Winter Park. You and could- it would be great if you could yeah. walk all along. That Orange Avenue stretch, and then eventually make your way to Park Avenue. That's a long the walk. The problem is a lot of Winter Park residents are afraid of height. They don't even live over there. Those people that make, I mean, I'll be honest, the people that make a lot of money and have really nice houses in Winter Park, they don't even live nearby there. And if there's a vision of Winter Park <laughs> that, like, they're always like, I, Winter they're Park's like, quaint. Two miles I like, away. I want to keep Winter Park quaint. That yeah. should be the bumper sticker. That's like me in College Park complaining about what they do in Thornton Park. I don't care what they do in Thornton Park. Build <laughs> Built 50-story skyscrapers. Nearby residents care. are also nervous that it would be putting too much traffic on their streets, on their neighborhood streets, which, to be honest, I understand that because most of the streets, if you go back to those little residential pockets behind uh-huh. there, they don't even have sidewalks. And this is by, you're you're talking like those ones by Mead Garden. Yes. Okay. All right. Like, and so I get that. If those people want to complain, you know, I can understand that because you did. have to live there. But I, I, I don't know about the whole watch. city. I feel a little bad for the city employees. I actually think Winter Park. <laughs> really? Since when? I, <laughs> for the first time ever. Uh-huh. <laughs> I feel bad for Winter Park employees. This you used to be one. Side, I, I did. Side note, I reached out to the planning department there because I wanted to talk to them about parklets, right? Getting people up off of the sidewalks and parking little like mobile uh decks right yeah get them up off the sidewalk get them into a parking spot free up the space everybody's happy uh 
but I had to go through the public information officer. And she said, you might recall Brendan is with Bungalore, who sometimes gives us nice reviews. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so that was funny. <laughs> She's that was her political way of saying I've shared his sassy snide remarks with you before i'm sure that's what she said can we talk about this uh art project that they want on i4 in downtown orlando yeah, let's talk about it 3d sculpture 3d sculptures so this is part of the i4 corridor uh the title the project developers have to give a certain percentage uh of their budget to public art components that's that's through the county it's like one percent right one percent which is a lot because it's like a two billion dollar project yeah i think it's over uh, a million i can't remember what it lot. is but they have to do each municipality along the i4 ultimate corridor gets to build a public piece of art really that, along i know we've talked I4. about this because winter park is doing that one on fairbanks here yeah it's like a rainbow tunnel yeah you have to go through they haven't, they haven't started that yet right no they've done a little clearing there all of them are supposed to be done by the end of the year. Oh, but Orlando just put out their request for proposals. Okay, and this one is going to be next to the Colonial Pedestrian Bridge, right? Which is very neon already. Already very neon. And through the past, I have suggested let's get something crazy like a Godzilla statue. Yeah, I love or it. Like. Uh, King Kong climbing. I want to see uh-huh. something big, something crazy. Something. I think the photo you posted was some sort of Egyptian <laughs> Ra character from yeah. Stargate. It was Sobek. I love yeah, it. God of the Nile. Uh-huh. He's the Gatorhead guy. I just thought it'd be something weird and outlandish. Yeah. Uh, and a lot of people agreed. They want something big. However, <laughs> there's always people who say... They, we need a swan. Oh, God. We want a rainbow. I want a swan. If I have to hear about another swan sculpture in Orlando, <laughs> gag. But people really don't want to see people distracted. They okay. say, a, a sculpture is too distracting for I-4 drivers. <laughs> Unlike the all the other things that distract you along I-Drive, like like giant Ferris wheels. And well, Amway just up the street has I a know. giant TV on the side yeah. of the building. None like of that's just, distracting at all. No. Or they're like, now I feel like you're going through some space age... Uh, ladder i don't know i I'm love that to, though don't you, knock you the, like the, don't oh, knock the 408 interchange the flyovers oh i love it it's crazy it takes two seconds to get on i4 now that's you don't have to do that stupid turnaround anymore <laughs> you're so funny i love it i haven't done it yet oh i'm it's a little great. nervous it's i'm great. a little, i'll try it i'll try it what do you think about it i i mean i love to see the proposals that come in how much money is it you said over a million you know what i should ask i didn't ask for the winter park one i would have loved to have seen everything the, like that the was submitted. yeah well, i want to see no, i think so too i did that for the orlando flag oh yeah right i asked for all the reject submissions and then we did a slideshow uh-huh. of all of some were pretty good some are pretty terrible. I'd say 5% of the flag submissions were good, John. Yeah, well, beauty's in the eye of the beholder on those ones sometimes. Everyone would agree with Everybody me. hates everything. Yeah. <laughs> I'd love to see what they what comes in, but yeah. I agree with you. I would love to see something sort of different and unique. I agree. I mean, think about Orlando when you think of uh, public art. I mean, what comes to mind? I mean, there's all that stuff around Lake Eola. Sea art Orlando. Yeah. yeah. You could get I tetanus mean, from that one tree. <laughs> that's over that my world of by beauty. the airport. There's like the laughing people at the we airport. Have a comment. We have a comment. Hold out your microphone. Let's wait, wait what's your comment? comment? The asparagus. The asparagus. <laughs> if you're not familiar, yeah. it's right in front of uh, downtown the Let's city Let's do hall. a bigger version of that. Yeah, the, the asparagus my, was like a. This was a huge thing. It was before my it time. Doesn't even light up anymore. No, it used oh, it to. Oh, does it fix it? Okay, but it, it was like a two hundred thirty thousand dollar project or something like that. People were not happy about that one. 
it's hard for people to justify you're, public art expenditures. You're never going to find... Sea uh, Art Orlando was privately funded. Yeah. So, like, you can't... We don't really have much to say about that because it's just, like, Except people... Except for the Eye of Ra on... Or the Eye of Sauron. That I want to do the yeah. one-man Lord of the Rings yeah. production in front of. Yeah. But, but it's tough. You're never going to satisfy everybody with, with whatever you no. pick. I don't well, think. Well, we'll see what people... That's Jeff, a hard one. You know the artist Jeffrey with a J? No. He did the big... Uh, like mirrored dog sculpture in Lake Dona. He's based here in Orlando, but he gets commissions all over the world. Okay. He's like an international artist. He's going to be doing, I guess, uh, like a mirrored swan sculpture at Lake Eola. All right. Yeah, I mean, we'll see. But big, like real big. I just don't know. I don't know what you can do. You're ne- Like I said, you're never going to make everybody happy. No. And so, like, what do you put there? I, so, I like the octopus idea. Whoever had that one, maybe you. That was me. Yeah, I like that. A life-size Godzilla would be good, too. I think so. We have time for one more, okay. I think, uh, before the break. Did you see... Well, we'll save the Halloween thing. Okay, we'll right? save that. But the Universal has canceled. So, so Halloween Horror Nights is canceled. If you didn't know, they canceled this year, which was going to be the 30th year. Wow. Which is a huge deal. And so 31st year will be bigger. Well, now, I mean, I wonder if next year is going to be their 30th year now because they're not doing it this year. Yeah. But they've already built a lot of these houses. They or, did. They or, already I started. mean, they build them all year long. I mean, that's what they do. They get ready for it. And so I think a lot of these are going to be sort do of by reservations. Like do like you book times. They can still make money off of it if you've already built them. I, I think they're going to keep them till next year. Now right. they're just going to padlock the doors and say, all right, that one's done. We're going to wait till next year. When we I mean, get back from the break, we'll tell you all about another replacement. Another one that's maybe almost as good. Maybe. <laughs> Hopefully. This is Erica for Orange County Library System to tell you about these three things. Let us help you prepare for the U.S. naturalization test and interview. Citizenship Inspired is a four-part virtual program starting August 4th. Shelf-Centered is the library's Best of Orlando-nominated podcast. Find it where you listen to your podcasts. You'll hear interviews with authors, staff picks of recommended reads, library updates, and more. Explore the science behind some of your favorite superheroes and learn simple experiments to recreate their powers. Superhero Science is a virtual event on August 7th. For information on these three things and much more, visit OCLS.info or call 407-835-7323. Orange County Library System is your place to learn, grow, connect. Welcome back to Bungalow and the Bus. I am the bus, John Busdecker. I already did something today, so I reject having to wear pants. Brendan O'Connor from Bungalow.com. You should go out. You should go without pants more often. They do like a pantless uh, subway shorts. ride in New York, oh, right? Oh, I thought you were advocating going gitch. Yeah, just that's no what pants. they call it in Canada. Going gitch? Going gitch. I've never heard that. Gitchy goomy. <laughs> <laughs> Here on Bungalow or the Bus, we talk about all the top headlines in Orlando's downtown bungalow neighborhoods. And it, tonight, we're in Winter Park. We are. We are at uh, The Lounge, Yeah, which is a fancy private club. No strippers. Cars. Just me. Just you. <laughs> 
No, it's a it's it's a spot where where some group of guys store their cars and have some office space and I love these hang out. It, the planner world, they call them third places, right? So, like, it's a place that's not work, it's not home, it's an in-between place. And so these, I love seeing when like-minded individuals get together and yeah. build these clubhouses. I love getting a look at them, right? Because uh-huh. you would never be part of one because they would never invite no, you. No, my clubhouse will be in a tree in the back of someone's <laughs> house, like right? Like a Punky Brewster type yeah, that's situation. Like, yeah, that's what I'm going to end up in or, like, a, a van down by the river. <laughs> I love getting to come to a place where there's actually taste. Yes. And I'm recording next to a Beamer that's straight out of 007. It is. It, yeah. it truly is. It truly is. And then on the other side of the wall, we got a Ferrari, a Mustang, and a Lamborghini. I went to uh, one of the stakeholders in, in Bishop Beal. Was it Bishop Beal Duncan now? Uh, I went to, he has a clubhouse in Ivanhoe Village, and it's on the outside, it looks like a storage container almost. And then you go inside. It's like all wood, and there's a private bar. And then on the floor, there was a hippo skull. And I was like, Wait, what? what is up with this hippo skull? And he was like, oh, my friend's dad's shot it, uh, Sandy Dan. And I was like, Sandy Dan, the guy like who developed Dubstred Golf Course? I just read his autobiography at the library. Really? Yeah. And, and I read about this guy shooting a hippo. And okay. So, and so I'm To be fair, that's probably back in like the 19... 19- Oh, Pens. way back seventies, yeah. even you know, so like eighteen seventies. <clears throat> yeah, it was a, a mean, long time ago. Well, Dubs wasn't that's built nineteen twenties. Yeah, so this was like, oh well, yeah, I guess way back when. All right. Lots, lots more hippos Pre- then than there are now. Probably pre-war, pre-war, pre-World War One. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. All right. I just like, but I, I <laughs> love you. Always find something, you know. Like right, yes, we're next to a Beamer, but we're also next to like the coolest looking lego car models i've ever seen in my life it's true you know so there's always little gems and i i like being able yeah, to yeah we're hanging that. out you can follow them on the lounge exotics on instagram <laughs> it's such a stripper name i know such I a know. stripper name you can't like flag where you i'm want. sure if you are do we w- check in <laughs> i'm sure if you are an exotic dancer they might not kick you out of here no i got my boots i would have brought them <laughs> <laughs> i think they should have a line out front all the time uh-huh. but nobody's allowed in nobody's allowed you yeah. just pay extras to stand outside Uh uh-huh yeah oh i'm into it yeah you could be the bouncer okay Uh uh-huh okay (laughs) you can't come in i'd be the judge you want Mm -mm. and they'll go shut up brendan shut up (laughs) Uh, what were we talking about before the break halloween spooky things yeah scary scary and sad things because there's not going to be a halloween yeah halloween horror nights is not going on this year which is such a bummer you and i got to go last time for the press tour we did and we did a beautiful video yeah we did an okay video it's kind of exhausting we did every house in one night we did we did it was a lot so i'm glad we get a break remember how scared you were i was really scared yeah you were scared of the this is us house yeah i haven't seen that movie yet don't spoil it. I don't need to see spoiler it. I went alert. through the haunted house. It's I know what happens. There's uh-huh. scissors and stuff. Yeah. Uh, now there is a drive-through Halloween event from Jessica Mariko yeah, from Drip. She, she used to run Drip on iDrive. Which was like where sexy dancers get covered in paint. Yeah. And then they, she used to do a Halloween event called Didn't the- Didn't last. Under, no. Well, to be fair, that was open for like five years. 
Yeah. It lasted for a, it lasted. a good amount of time. A local show on iDrive for five yeah. years is great. Yeah, and it. she also ran the underground vampire bar. A vampire bar. Also sexy. Which sexy was dancers during Halloween. Vampires. Uh-huh. I covered it when I was at West. Yeah, you did. I went, <laughs> and I went on opening night or, or real close to opening Lost night. Lost your virginity. Uh, yeah, 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 to a vampire, to a sex vampire. <laughs> <laughs> which is almost as bad as a sex demon. Not as bad. Not mm. as bad. But- the thing about that, when I went, I was so surprised at how many people were there oh, yeah. on opening night, and they loved it. And and not to say, I'm not trying to say anything bad about it. I just, I, I went in not knowing what it was going to be like, and I got there, and people just loved it. And so, uh, I mean, it, it was, was sad fun. that it went away. So it's great. But we know yeah. that she can do great production. Yes. She is going to be doing, with help from like a designer from the parks and some other guy who I can't remember. <laughs> it's like a drive-through haunted house because you can't. I mean, honestly, you really can't do haunted houses right now because they're so like close together, yeah. and so it's a. I think it's a great way to think outside the box and say, you know what, we don't want to cancel Halloween this year. We're going to think of a different way to do this. Let's do it in our cars, and we'll figure out a way to do this. So they're doing a little Kickstarter, trying to raise some money. Okay, but they they started auditioning. They'll have auditions in August, but they've started signups for the auditions for uh-huh. scare actors. They're thinking fifteen dollars per person, per person, per person, not per person. So you got to put everybody in the trunk, <laughs> and then you get them out real quick and sit in the flatbed. <laughs> uh, but but the so one thing I don't know where it's going to be. That was I was going to say. There, there's been kind of few details on this. To be fair, it's kind of early. To but, be fair, uh, we don't really know where they would do this. No. You got to have like a farm, right? You can't do this in the middle of the city. It's going to be like Zellwood or That's something. That's what I was going to say. Like, Mead Gardens, like you somewhere just do the where there was like a corn maze, yeah. where they're uh, not doing a corn maze. Fort Park. Uh huh. Just, just do it through a neighborhood. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> call it a day. Uh huh. Yeah, I, I like it. I think it's a great idea. So I saw somebody comment. On something I posted about it, where they're like, "Well, how? I can't imagine the liability. There, somebody's going to hit the gas and oh, if you're that scared, but but she had commented you back, swerve and hit someone. I think she said that all the scare parts, you park, you you stop your car, and that's when the scare stuff happens. Oh, which I think is safer. Oh, it's like tableaus. Yeah, right. Yeah, yes. I remember that. Yeah, okay. and that's that. You got to do that though, because you would be. Gay. I've seen those. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen those videos where people get all freaked out. Oh, like which are hilarious. I'm surprised I didn't punch anyone at Halloween Horror Nights. Yeah, yeah. Um I'm into it. I like it. Right. I like people thinking outside the box. Me too. I like new ideas. Um I'm already seeing somebody just followed us on Twitter who's doing another drive through Halloween event. So I, it'll pick up. I think so. It's gonna be a competition. Yeah. Yeah. Once one person has a good idea in Orlando, it tends to Usually you're the one that has the good idea. That everybody steals it from you, <laughs> right? I don't want to like be on the spot, but you're right. I'm, uh, an, I'm an idea yeah. guy. You basically invented driving movies. I basically, uh, <laughs> I basically spearheaded that whole drive here uh-huh. in Orlando. Now yep. there's rooftop ones. Yeah, I do have to say, I'll call them out. Church Street did a rooftop driving movie yeah. at the Geico Garage, and they basically copied verbatim our rules and regulations. Oh, like they just. Took it off of our Eventbrite and then put it on theirs. Which, right. Just, you know, Bring communities together. I'm That's Bungalow's uh, tagline, right? Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Building stronger cities. Yes. Well, By giving enough, you our whatever. ideas. <laughs> I, don't, I don't read the website. <laughs> no, uh, shout out to Etoile Boutique, which is a little tiny vintage shop in the Milk District. They have acquired the space next to them and they are doubling in size. I love 
hearing about retail in Orlando, and I also love hearing about retail that is expanding their footprint. So shout out to them for doing it right. Uh, they're going to have some more furniture and housewares. You can check them out actually this Saturday. They open up the new expanded space at noon. That's exciting. We're also hearing about uh, real estate demand is surging right now. Really? Yeah. Apparently, buyers are super active. Despite the incredible compared- jobs numbers that we have here in Central Florida and across the country. <laughs> I think it's more just compared to like the last couple of months. They ah. say uh, home sales jumped 46% between May and June. Well, they were probably down the in how May, right? they go down? Yeah, but it's nice to see that it's coming back up. I mean, I can't complain. I got I got like three houses in my neighborhood that are for sale. There's one, two houses down. Why don't you come be my neighbor? Uh, no, I'm good. No? No, no. Why? You're on the wrong side of What's that supposed Silver to Star. What? <laughs> Not even in the city or in the county. I know we can do anything in the county. Yeah, I should. I we're looking at houses. All right, we'll see what happens. All right, I'll end up in a houseboat on Lake Formosa. You should just build it. Yeah. You should build your own houseboat. You can have houseboats in town. I know. There's no restrictions. But you it. said nobody has one. Yeah, because I haven't thought about it yet. Just like with the drive-through uh, just get a kayak Halloween and put event. a tent in it. No, I want a <laughs> pontoon. I'm going to put a tiny house on a pontoon float, call it a day, Yeah, park it you at Lake Formosa. You can come live on Lake Fairview and do that. Have a little like rope bridge over to Manello Museum to get out and park. Perfect. There's You're a welcome. lot of uh, interesting You're welcome. folks that live off of Lake Fairview. Yeah? Yeah. Over. Are you talking about the... I'm talking about the, the mobile home park over yeah? there. Are we going to talk yeah. about sex? They have, an, they have an interesting history. Is that what's happening right now? <laughs> I don't want to judge. No, no. There's no schools over there. That's why. It's true. That's why sex offenders can li- yes. have to live there. Yes. Yeah. Sad. But it's also a tiny home community. It's like the only tiny home community. It's it not. is. Yeah. Uh, we went dark. That was <laughs> know, dark, John. What happened? Well, oh my gosh! Say something nice now. I'm glad you're here, Brent. How's your Miller Light? It's good. Not it's a sponsor. Good. <laughs> Do we have a beer sponsor? No, I'm just saying. <laughs> if they want to buy it, they can't. We'll talk about sad things. Uh, influencers are selling other influencers on the killer photo ops this you can is get. A real job. Like I'm, I've been thinking yeah. about this lately. Influencing? Would you put that on a resume? Influencer? Yeah, yeah like, I've done it. You would? Yeah. <laughs> have you ever gotten a job? With yeah, it? that's how I got a free flight down to the Virgin Islands. Okay, but that that's because you were thanks Spirit Airways. Else yeah, who was an influencer? I didn't even pitch them. They uh-huh. came to me. Yeah, they came to me and they said you. Coming I down just, to Virgin I, Islands. I don't know. Like, I mean, I guess there are some people that are quote unquote influencers, but I wonder if that title. Dude, they is... are making real influencers are making more money. Okay. They're making stacks. But I think for every one that's doing that, there's probably ten thousand that use that term for themselves. Oh, yeah. That they're micro influencers. Yeah. That come. But they're saying right now you're well, seeing a lot of influencers coming down to the parks, to the Disney parks, and they're because there's nobody there, so you can get like killer selfies yes when there's nobody else around you and so you're seeing very romantic shots in front of the castles we scared away our audience i know because he doesn't care about influencers he didn't uh chinese seeds oh did you get some no did you no i feel a little (laughs) left out people are getting packets of seeds in the mail unsolicited Uh uh-huh and they have chinese characters on them and i'm not talking about somebody's emojis No, no, no. You think it's the Chinese government trying to influence? I don't think it's the government ecosystem. Have you heard of a brushing scam before? No. Apparently, is this something to do with magic beans and Jack and the Beanstalk? Kinda. 
That's that's funny. So this people are getting these seeds. The government, Florida government, is telling people not to plant them because they could have pathogens. And this right? has happened all over the United States. Not all just over the United States. Yeah. And people are like, oh, I'll just plant them and see what happens. <laughs> that's probably what I would do. But you, they could be invasive. It could be a magic bean that uh-huh. brings illegal alien giants down yeah. that don't yeah. have passports. Like all of you it. don't know. Yeah. So you can't build a wall around these plants. Oh, you can't build a wall tall enough to keep giants out (laughs) good luck (laughs) you might get some mexican giants then what are you gonna do so so he sees he has to be really careful so the government's telling people not to play them and just like contact the government and we'll take your seeds off nobody knows where these are coming from but people are saying they might be a brushing scam and john a brushing scam is when companies mail out items like they'll get your address, they'll mail you something, yeah, and then they'll say, then they'll use your information to post a bogus review online. Okay, well, and how would they know? Somehow there is a loophole. Well, they've stolen your data somewhere. All Probably right. TikTok. But why send me seeds? <laughs> I don't know TikTok. I didn't know to see me. I'm just saying something. <laughs> well, it's just like a low cost. They don't. They're not selling you like a product. They're just sending you something super cheap. Okay. So they'll just say we have evidence that we mailed this person something. Oh. Here's the paper trail, as you see right here. So we know this person exists. They received something from us, and then they'll just like put up like they got speakers. Because <laughs> I don't know what it says on the package. There's got to be better ways to make money than this. <laughs> well, it's just, and they're not making money off of it. They're making. They're putting up bogus reviews, and the reviews will bump you up higher on platforms like Amazon. Ah, uh, right. This so, is way above my head. I know it's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot. So don't plant the don't seeds. Don't plant the seeds. Probably just burn them. Right? You think so? Yeah. That's what I've heard. Don't flush them. They can grow in your septic. Yeah. And, and then like, you got then you got Seymour coming out. Don't eat them. You could have a watermelon grow in your belly. You don't want that. No, you don't know what's going to happen. Uh, Dandelion Community Cafe is doing a postcard writing campaign. You can print out templates at home and then address it to a government official of your choice. Drop it off there at Dandelion and they will mail it for you. They'll put on the postage, take care of it for you. The the 19 cent postage. Yeah. Well, they're expensive. Not postcards. Well, no. They're cheaper than regular letters. Letters are crazy. 50 cents. No. More yes. than that. No. no, they're not. There's like, if you, the keychain things that I'm doing, it would have been three bucks an envelope. Well, that's because it's, Thanks, it's, Sherrod, it's different than a our letter. Our host just brought you another beer. Oh, I, I don't know if I can have one. You have to. He brought it to I you. I don't know. I might have to take this Beamer home. <laughs> <laughs> they're not letting you take nothing. Uh, come out with pride. Yeah. I feel like I have Tourette's. Like I have like news Tourette's. I just shout out random headlines. Yeah, and then we talk about and it. This is basically our show. Is that We've our show? We've been doing this for 180 some episodes. <laughs> 182 now. I know. Amazing. I know. Um, Who would have thought? Come out with pride. Happens every October. And Isn't it in June originally? Well, that's Pride Month. Oh, okay. I I'm guess we sorry. have two months. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty soon you're gonna have all 12. I bet. Huh? October is National <laughs> Coming Out Month. It's my birthday. Is it? That's my birthday month. Oh, mine too. I knew okay. that. Because you're 27. 27? My God. What are you? 17th? No, your birthday. Oh, my birthday is the 12th. 12th. Yeah. Because you're a Libra. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Because that and matters. I, we're this, we were born the same year. Yeah. Yeah. Because that matters. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even remember what I was talking about. You're come talking about come out with pride. So that's when we have the big parade. Yes. Right? Which I love going to. An excuse to hop onto someone else's float <laughs> that they paid for and an elaborate costume 
take a selfie, yeah. and leave. It doesn't usually work during the the Citrus Bowl parade. No. It was weird when you did it then. <laughs> right. St. Patrick's Day didn't work. <laughs> yeah. Veterans Day parade. People, they only they don't want, like it. They, no, like they don't it. like it. They, my cupcake booby costume oh. is only. It doesn't go over well at the no, Veterans Parade. They only do it at Pride. Uh, but you're free to wear it there. <laughs> they're going virtual this year. And, okay. But, but here, I, don't, I have a question for you. So they're, most of their events, like they have like big parties and stuff. So they're going to have, instead of uh, concerts at the Walt Disney Amphitheater, they'll do like concerts online. That you Yeah, virtual concerts. Gag. That's uh, <laughs> not going to work. Just do a drive-in concert. I can't. I, it doesn't work. I just. I yeah. It worked for like the first month of pandemic. I'm, I mean, I've. I've. I'll be honest. I've never. I haven't done a lot of these virtual things. No, because you they're can, just not for me. No. Also, why am I going to watch a, a bad quality Zoom of a concert when I could be watching the million things that just came out on Netflix? Right? I know it's tough, but like, I mean, they're in a hard position. I get it. Like, you want to do something. Let's. I want to help them do a driving okay. concert. That's the only thing that makes sense. But the parade, it's not going to be a parade. They're calling it a car caravan. Oh, I've heard this. And it's a 15-mile route through the city going to, like, pride landmarks. I don't know, like Parliament House and Pulse and, like, uh, Home Depot bathroom. Like, we're, <laughs> we're all the gay people hanging out, right? So, so what? That's why I go to Lowe's. <laughs> We're not toe-tapping trying to get me to take my pants off. <laughs> did you know that? About I've, I've heard. It's crazy. Uh-huh. I bet you did. <laughs> uh, what is a car caravan, and how is it different from a parade? You're just not on a float? Well, maybe they're taking it to, taking it to you instead of you coming to them. I heard of a parade, I want to say it was in Tennessee, where the floats stayed still and the people walked by them. And once again, at least it's kind of creative. I mean, at least you're thinking a little outside I wish, the box. I wish everyone could see my face right now. <laughs> that's, Are you just saying cancel this year and, and hope for next year? Just dumb. No, yeah. it's too... Yeah, if you... It's, well, I don't know what I'm saying, John. When I, don't, I, I don't. Why not? I why guess not what I'm other? saying is I don't understand how a car caravan is different from a parade. Well, it's and, because you wouldn't gather. People wouldn't gather for a car caravan. The car, the caravan goes to the neighborhoods. So you and might so you be just out watch your, from, You have to stay in your front yard and yeah. watch them come by. I don't think that's a bad idea, but you really got to do it all day because I mean Orlando's huge. I didn't, but like, and there's no floats. Like it's just gay people in cars honking horns. <laughs> is that what it is? I guess I don't know because I do that but, anyway. But why couldn't you take floats? I mean, floats can drive on the street. I don't know. Let's not talk about it anymore. All right, it drives me crazy. All right, I was just using that guy's phone. Taking selfies. Yeah. Uh, Florida Brewers Guild. They're calling well, they're for action. Mad. They are mad. They are. Well, they're to also- be fair, they, they should be mad. Every time you say to be fair, have you seen um, that Canadian show? What's it called? Every- Letter Kenny. I haven't. No? I need to. Because they say it every time they say, to be fair. Uh. Everybody else says, to be fair. <laughs> so that's why I do okay. it. Okay. Uh, Florida Brewers Guild uh, sent a letter to the governor... DeSantis. DeSantis. Uh, saying they want a plan to reopen craft breweries. Yeah, because right now they really can't be open. No. I mean, they can sell Unless a they have a restaurant in Package. There. Package to go. Package to go. Uh, but if you have food on site, you can sell for on site consumption. Yes. Because I saw some people doing that. It's just a weird line. Some it people is. are just doing it and they have a food truck, you know? Like, oh, we got a food truck out front. We're going to sell for on site now. Yeah. This doesn't work. 
but I'm not, I don't want to get him in trouble. Um, so they're asking for help. And I guess part of the reason they're asking for help is because they're saying that faced with the way that it is now, it's likely that a hundred breweries will be close forced to close in the next two weeks. Oh yeah. Yeah. Cause I mean, we're getting to the point where like money's not coming in. These loans aren't going to be yeah. uh, fulfilled. And I saw in the paper the other day, that uh, every year breweries have to pay like some sort of malt beverage fee or something like oh, that sure. or, or something. It was some sort of like archaic rule. Yeah, for and I don't think it was a state thing. I think it was a national thing. And it was like it was the same price. It was three thousand dollars a year, whether you made one beer in your brewery or you made a million beers. It was the same thing, and so it was a big expense for a lot of these people. And if you can't have a tasting room, which no. is what, a- I, I, and like I don't know the answer to this. I mean, because. I mean, could you imagine like like bar bars opening right now with how many cases we have? Like a reg- I mean, no. people don't. I mean, you drink six beers, you're not going to socially distance. So we've had this, but there this has issue. to be some. We've sort been of- talking to partners because we want to do events, right? We're yeah. doing the drive-in thing. We're we're talking to Thornton Park to help them with their outdoor uh, cul-de-sac party that they're doing, but they don't want to do it as a party anymore because. If people have three drinks, they just don't care anymore. No. And they don't social distance and they get in each other's faces. And yes. Just, and it's hard to uh, relegate your behavior once you're drinking. And so, and I understand that. And, and at some of these bars, some of which who have already gotten in trouble, people aren't relegating their behavior no. after one drink. No. There's, there's young, like, young little millennials walking around downtown with cute little skirts on and no mask. Yeah. Right. And little pods of people looking for fun. Yeah. But me, but I also feel for the breweries because I don't want them to close. I mean, I don't want a hundred breweries to close. The breweries are a little bit different because you can, they are. You, I see them more as a restaurant and they, you can space out. Some of them have kitchens like, and they have, uh, I mean, a lot of breweries are big, like their buildings are big too. Yeah. They, they don't operate in a tiny little bar. Large patios. And so at even least their we'll, room, their storerooms where they have all that stuff. It's tough. And it's in, I, I don't think the governor's listening. And that's it. That's all we have We got to wrap it up. That's it. Thank you to uh, the, lounge. the Lounge. I'm uh, just going to see if one of these handsome dudes will take me for a ride. They will. They'll take in that Ferrari. Yeah, they will. <laughs> all right. Thank you guys for listening. And uh, we'll see you next week.